Hello and welcome to the Micropreneur Accelerator podcast. My name is Nina Sunday. I'm your host. And in this podcast, we will journey through the process of scaling and growing from being a solopreneur to being a micropreneur to being a seven-figure business owner. I made the same journey some years ago, and now I'm sending the elevator back down. In other words, it's my turn to, as as legacy is to mentor and help people uh, expand and grow their businesses and their mindset and their awareness and their joy and their love of life. Did you ever see the film Cast Away with, uh, with Tom Hanks where he was marooned on a desert island and flo- floating up was the debris from the plane crash that he'd uh, <laughs> got, was saved from? Uh, and one of the pieces of debris was a ball that floated, a basketball, and he painted a face on it and he named it Wilson and that became his companion, someone to speak to. If you're working alone, you need a Wilson and there are easy, quick ways to attract, retain and brainstorm and enjoy the company and the leverage of having someone help you one day a week, two days a week, ad hoc as required, you you just uh, identify the right rhythm for you. Um, in this first episode, I want to talk a little bit about how to hire f- smarter and recruit and attract better people faster. I won't get it all in one sitting. In fact, I also want to talk about uh, how to get things done how to uh, quick ways to sell or little tactics that you can use in selling, uh, how to, and how to scale and grow. But this is my opportunity to just share uh, from, from episode to episode, my thoughts around what was a mistake I made in the early days. And the beauty is I learned from those mistakes and I'm, I'm still surviving today. My business grew into a seven-figure business, but some years ago, I took a step back. As people left, I didn't replace them. And now it's a lifestyle business. I did a hometown return in 2017, and now I just operate my business from uh, from my home. Ha- having said that, for about 20 years, I had a, a, a secondary office, a separate office, uh, which actually was uh, fairly large, at, at its peak was about um, about 10 people and multiple contractors working around Australia. It was called or is still called Brainpower Training and I have facilitators in the big cities in Australia. When COVID hit, that gave me the opportunity to actually move forward with an idea I'd had for some time, which was how to start a podcast or starting a podcast, and now it's a high-rating podcast called Manage Self, Lead Others. So in a very early episode, I will give you some tips on how to uh, start your own podcast. But, of course, how to how to do quick, short videos and how to get them edited and how to get the support you need. And I'm not talking about just VA virtual assistants. In fact, I am on LinkedIn. I recommend that. Connect with me on LinkedIn. But I find that I'm approached all the time by VAs or VA companies that say, oh, do you, you know, you want to hire a VA. You know like what I like to do? I've been doing this since 2009, an ever-repeating source of talent 
are either college or university students wanting an internship, and it could be one day a week or three days a week. You'd be surprised how many students could actually fit in three full days a week and a full-time university course because a lot of the times the lectures are now online. And the other uh, source of talent is gap year students between their final year of high school and before they start college or university. Now, I'm aware that in Australia, in 2009, at least 17% of all high school students took a gap year, whether it be to work for the entire year or whether they worked for six months and then travelled overseas for six months. The figures uh, suggest that in the United States, only about 3% of high school students take a gap year. However, having said that, often the only job they can get is retail selling in a dress shop or some sort of retail store or working at some fast food chain. And if you have a business that is content creation, is social media creation, is digital marketing, even has videos that need editing, you are doing a college student, a university student a favour if you advertise a paid internship that will actually help their CV, their resume stand out. And in fact, that's been the story ever since 2009. I've had three or four different interns every year. And as one leaves, I'll quickly recruit the next one. I'll talk a little bit in subsequent episodes on how to recruit, how to interview, how to uh, make the decision, because I've flipped it and I've made it so that people self-select and it saves me a lot of work. I can do group interviews and uh, get to know 10 people at one time, either over Zoom or at at a face-to-face meeting that lasts only about an hour. Rather than imagine every time you interview someone, that's an hour. Well, how about you do 10 people at one time and that's still one hour and you still can find out who is the best person for the role. I'm here to tell you that I made some errors in the early days. One of the, the second help in the office that I hired was someone that my bookkeeper recommended. I didn't recruit them. I didn't interview them. I met them and they had the job. That's such a big mistake. Although having said that, she did stay for seven years, but it was really funny because for the first year in my head, when we were working together, I gave her admin support work to do for the first year If a decision had to be made about what to do, I found that she took the opposite path to the one I would have taken and then I educated her in that, well, what I'd suggest is that we take this path or make this decision. But interestingly, after about a year, she had learnt. She had learnt my decision-making and my preferences and so she then became my my 2IC, my uh, second-in-command. The third person that I hired was actually uh, a trainer because I have a training company and initially I was doing all the training and then I had to find somebody to uh, uh, to 
Well, because I couldn't do it all, and also that's leverage. If you hire somebody to do the work and you're not doing the work yourself, you sell it and then they do the work, well, that is what Robert Kiyosaki would call leverage. I didn't really have a proper recruitment process. I initially, I just hired a friend. And guess what? Big mistake. I hired somebody with potential that I think it would be good for them. Hang on. I'm the one that sold the course. I'm the one that did the booking. I can't afford to be helping somebody grow who's going to be my face for the business. It was an absolute disaster. People complained. But I didn't have, one, a process to train them. I didn't have a proper script or or program outline. And I also asked a friend, would you be willing to do it and I'll pay you this much per hour? After that, I always did an ad. And in those days, we even had local newspapers where we could uh, get uh, put a, put an ad in the classifieds, but of course now it's all online, and I've really fine tuned some of the wording, flipped it a little, and fine tuned the wording that will attract the right person. So in subsequent episodes, we're going to go into a little bit more about that, but I'm going to keep it short and sweet, and we'll very soon we'll be uh, having a um, a landing page available at micropreneur.com.au. Please make contact with me on LinkedIn and tell me where you're from. Are you from Australia? If so, what state in Australia? Because in June 2024, we are going to start a mastermind group where together this cohort will work together, we'll do hot seats, we'll help uh, get you to talk about your dilemmas and your problems and the collaboration of the group with me uh, leading it will help you grow your business. Everyone needs a coach. And I can't name the number of coaches I've had over the years. I did a five-day boot camp with Jay Abraham. If you've never heard of him, research Jay Abraham, one of the best of the best. I did uh, T. Harvecker's program, but he brought out to Australia Alex Mandosian, And that's where I learned how to create my own WordPress website. I now can take on any new uh, uh, word, uh, it's not just WordPress, any website platform and turn that into content that I can then uh, sell from. So it's all about becoming yourself tech savvy. I've got so many uh, tips and tactics on how to sell because you must learn to sell. Don't think that because you're the the business owner that you can hire somebody to do the selling for you. Yes, you can, but in my experience, for the top salespeople, if you can't sell as well, one, they won't respect you. Two, they'll get away with murder. They, you have, what is it? Expect results and then inspect results results. Don't just take their word for it. I've got some funny stories around that, around the time I went to the States for a month and had a full-time salesperson. And she told me she had told sold three workshops for this company, but she acted as if it was another three workshops. <laughs> another three workshops for a total of six. But in fact, she was just telling me again, fresh, that she'd sold three workshops. So it was her way of kind of 
exaggerating her results, let us say. Uh, I've seen it all. I've seen a former salesperson leave the business and then act as if they were still working for us. So, but I've I've fixed, uh, look, that happened and I put a, a, a sign sealed, a short plain English agreement in place that meant it never happened again. Anytime there's a small disaster or a dead end, just learn from it, get over it and survive and thrive. If you are still doing business today the same way you were five years ago, you're not in business, you're going out of business. That's a little premise I found out in the year 2000 after I'd been in business for 10 years. And the other little, um, and the other little, uh, uh, saying, if you like, that uh, I've lived by. This is a Michael Gerber, the e-myth. Uh, he, he, the very initial book that he wrote, in, uh, probably about the year 1990, very thin book, not the e-myth revisited. Grab yourself a second-hand copy of, of the e-myth. And he talks about uh, if you're alone working in the business, you are not an entrepreneur, you're a technician. And the only way you can be an entrepreneur is if you grow the business, scale it up and have other people uh, that you can leverage uh, tasks to. But more importantly, Michael Gerber would ask, are you working in the business or working on the business. And in fact, uh, the seven habits of highly effective people, uh, that's, uh, that, that, that's where they're talking about quadrant one and quadrant two. Quadrant one is doing the job. Quadrant two is improving how you do the job. Every 10 minutes you spend listening to this podcast is improving how you do the job. Welcome aboard. I look forward to communicating with you, creating my new tribe, and uh, see you next time.